0: Welcome to the Cowfish Show, an exploration in human evolution, raising consciousness, creating happiness, fulfillment, and love, one soul at a time. I'm E.L. Brooks, a newly awakened soul on a mission to help people find their happiness and truth.
1: And I'm Lindsay Kimura, a happiness explorer empowering humans in wisdom and understanding. The universe united us to share our passions. Welcome Welcome to our our show.
0: (laughs) <laughs> hi guys something just happened pretty funny um welcome to the show my name is eric
1: and i'm Lindsay.
0: and uh it's raining outside how was your commute like
1: it was actually pretty smooth compared yeah. to what i thought it would be yeah i yeah. was like i
0: was actually thought i was gonna get here a little late because you know californians don't know how to drive i'm from the east coast so we're all used to that but uh yeah and actually you know it's, it's so funny it's like i'm feeling pretty good like normally i would uh Feel You know, like the, the rain kind of affects your mood a little bit. Yes. Um, and I remember um, being young, like it really, really used to affect my mood, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I ended up going to college the University of Miami, Sunshine and Palm Trees. Um, but yeah, but that, that doesn't happen anymore. So I'm feeling good. And hopefully you're feeling good as well. Yes. Right?
1: It's an emotional
0: cleanse. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's going to rain all this week. We, we tape in advance, um, but um, our sponsor, Magnum Watch, is uh, hosting an event. This weekend, Saturday, uh, being um, hosted actually by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a strongman competition. So um, I don't know why I'm mentioning because we don't do Facebook live feeds, but um, just a little shout out to our sponsor, uh, Magnum Watch. <laughs>
1: yeah, we can do a live feed for it. Yeah, Let's not, not it.
0: just any watch. Um, uh, once again, all of our listeners get 25% off using the coupon code CALFISH25. Um, we also want to thank everyone for all of the kind words for our first uh, episode that we launched last week, um, which was pretty cool and nice to see all of the uh, you know, the responses. And, and I got a lot of private messages about, you know, certain things that people are suffering from and, um, you know, going deep into that stuff and trying to help people um, recognize certain things. Also want to give a shout out to Morris Media, um, the place that we do our recordings. Uh, I've known Felicia for quite a long time, and it's kind of really nice to connect with her again and on this positive uh, journey and venture of ours, right? Yes. So season one, episode five, we're getting into it. Um, Living the dream versus living your purpose. Do you want to kick us off there, Lindsay?
1: Yes. So living the dream versus living your purpose. What does that mean? So first, I think that we have to talk about the dream as society's dream. So in every part of the world, there's a different dream. Even within parts of the world, different areas, regions, neighborhoods, communities, there's a different dream. So one, one story I love to share with people back when I was working in corporate and I was a little bit unhappy in my job, getting ready to move on. And one of the admins, she was the office manager, she said, I am just so happy at my job. And I'm like, how? You've been here so long. Like, how could you do this every day in this gray office? And she's like, from where I come from, which is somewhere in in Central America, she said the type of job that she does is what people dream of having, that security, the financial income, the stability. So that really shifted my perspective that my dream is not always what somebody else's dream is. But today on this show, we want to talk about the different dreams are so uh, defined by cultures, and then your purpose. So I think one of the most important things about differentiating between society's dream and your dream is uh, to start to look at and sift through what you've taken on in your own self, in your subconscious, like Eric, you talked about on a prior episode, how we absorb so much when we're younger, we don't even know it's ours. And then how to sift through what has been absorbed into us and actually piece out what is our purpose and our path. And oftentimes people's paths fit very nicely aligned with society's path and that current. But then other people's paths, they're more outliers, maybe artists or people who are doing very eclectic different things than societal norms. So I think it's important to honor the whole spectrum of purposes and how purpose is many fold. So we don't just have one singular purpose. We have many purposes and just to embrace that within ourselves and to allow the space and the nurturing, compassionate attitude towards self and others in letting room for that growth and evolution to occur. So like we spoke about in episode two, judgment, not judging ourselves or others for what their path is, or paths, I should say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just uh, to elaborate on what you were saying, um, it is everyone's dream is different. Um, But, you know, just for the sake of argument, um, I'm going to talk about the American dream for our audience. And um, the American dream is kind of fleeting um, because, you know, I think it would be safe to say that everyone would agree that um, to some degree the American dream represents – uh, luxury cars, luxury home, financial security, the ability, financial freedom to go on vacations, and just really kind of, you know, like they say, the 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 quote, living the dream, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, a lot of that is fleeting because, I, you know, I'll call it in the aha moment that we'll talk about later. It's a push pull. Um, it's something that we're being pushed towards because of the American standards. Um, of what we should be doing um, versus what our innate journey is as human beings, we have three different journeys that i 'll talk about um, but in the in the beginning um we are like like you said you know we're we 're born and we're starting we 're being pushed and and conditioned to follow these particular paths and I like to uh, talk about some stories about people that made it in the american you know according to society's you know, um, standards. Um, there's one thing that etched in my mind with about uh, Lionel Richie. Um, he talked about when he, um, was at the pinnacle of his career, he received a, a Grammy Academy award and he, he recalls at his speech, he was, you know, talking and he says, I was on the mountaintop and I was sitting there and I was like, this is it. This is everything that I've dreamed of. Okay. And he felt empty. Um, and then the lesson for him to learn was that he missed out on the journey, like all of the creative um, compositions and all of the the, the um, collaborations that he was getting into. He was not necessarily present um, because he was chasing this fleeting dream. Same thing with me. You know, I left the music industry at the height of my career to a certain extent because I had this innate feeling in me that wasn't aligned with, with the industry. Um, one of my favorite shows is, uh, the red table with Jada Pinkett. Uh, she talked about when she made it and she was very successful, um, that she felt the same emptiness, that lack, Mm -hmm. right. That we talked about in in previous episodes. Um, and she went into, she spiraled into major depression and, um, she had to find herself and all of that is, um, the push pull kind of thing that we, Mm -hmm that I say that, you know, society pushes into, into chasing the American dream, which is very fleeting, but our soul wants to pull us in the direction of our purpose. Um, and which is the path to happiness and which is the path to, you know, our our destiny. Um, and so when we have, when we, when we feel that, um, that feeling of lack, that feeling of discomfort um, which made you like look at the lady and be like, oh, are you kidding me? This is mm-hmm. like your dream job or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that may have been her purpose. That may have been, you know, there are like outliers that are very fulfilled living the American dream to a certain extent um, because it does align with, you know, they, they happen to fall into a career or something like that that does align with their purpose. Uh, but the but the majority of us are kind of working for the weekend um, and it's we're not aligned with our purpose. And so when we have that inner conflict between purpose and, and being pushed into the dream that's what creates the um you know the suffering and all this other stuff because our our soul like knows that there's more that it wants more and it needs to follow it, and that 's why you have these people that you know abruptly quit their jobs um you know I had uh, my stockbroker i remember went to the burning man and met this lady and came back. And <laughs> he was like, I'm in love. I'm going to, I'm going to sell, <laughs> sell across the, the the world. You know, he sold everything, um, sold his interest in his practice and he just, you know, and I, and I asked him why, cause I've always been a questioner. I'm like, you know, dude, why are you doing this? Like, and he's like, um, um, I'm not living my purpose. I know like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. Um, and so, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I like how you said push, pull, it reminded me of a current mm-hmm. and how a current, there's a strong current that is is present in in society or in your particular culture and it's our choice do we want to stay in a line on that current and if it's feeling right maybe you go on it for some time and then when it's not feeling right you have to move to change currents or surrender to go with the flow Mm -hmm. so i like that and then another thing you said eric about outlier made me think of who's really the outlier like is it the people the normal people that fit in or is it the kind of eccentric people that are a little out there and yeah, have I mean, a different path yeah. so since the society model is changing and everything is just in constant flux it's interesting to look at like what really is an outlier and mm-hmm. it could be both
0: yeah you're right yeah yeah um going back to the the source of it all is, um, you know, when you're pushed into certain things by society, that's, you know, once again, going back to first level consciousness, that's tied to our lower self. Um, there is really absolutely no fulfillment. Um, and so when we're pulled in in the direction of purpose and our destiny, um, then we are aligned, you call it um, uh, divine alignment. Um, there's other uh, things that I say is like kind of course correction. So um, a lot of times when we are chasing certain things and we, we feel that, you know, why me? Why isn't this happening for me? Why isn't, um, you know, why didn't I get that promotion or why didn't I do this? It's, um, I call it course correction. It's like there's, there's there's certain things that will happen in your life, certain challenges that we look at as, as hardship, um, but they're actually... Uh, course corrections to move us uh, because the universe always wants to move you towards trying to find your purpose. Um, And I'm going to tell like a little story of just an example of hardship versus courtship. I mean, um, course correction. So um, there's a lady that was delayed on a train and um, when she was delayed on the train, instead of looking at it uh, as a situation, um, she was inspired to start writing a book. Wow. Um, but 2 years later she was only 3 chapters in um and so she then accepted what life had to give and offer her she ended up getting married she ended up having a child she ended up moving um that marriage didn't last she ended up getting divorced and having to move back um and then she became jobless and she was a single parent but and that's hardship that's like you know that's dire for a lot of people, right? There's like, wow, you know, I, I moved for this particular person. I was in love and mm-hmm. they left me. And it's, it's rumored that this person uh, spiraled into, you know, had contemplated suicide. But at the same time, that person then went back and started writing the book. Um, and then two years later, that book became what we know today is the Harry Potter series Wow!
1: And so that's, I didn't know that. that's
0: JK Rollins yeah and so if you look at wow. it um, everyone in first level consciousness will look at her journey as hardship right oh my god you know she did this um, but I look at it and when other people that elevate they 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 realize the universal laws that it's course correction that happens that in, that's get, that gets implemented into your life and the universe is always trying to steer you back onto the path. And I like exactly the way you said um, the current. I look at it as swimming up against the stream, right? And so um, we can talk about the aha moment, which is we all have three journeys. The human has options of three different journeys. So when you're born, you have, you're have you connected to the soul. You're, you're a miracle if you really think about the. The, the, what has to happen has for to you happen to come for, into yeah, being. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a miracle. And so you're, you're one with the source, right? Um, but as you get implemented into society and you fall into society's dream, the first journey for all humans is away from the source, right? And so that's the first level of consciousness. That's the birth of the ego. Uh, and the birth of the ego doesn't serve us. We, already, we, we, we know that, right? Um, and so you start to go through life and the universe wants to reunite you with your soul. And actually your soul wants to reunite with the source. So your second journey for, for some people, not all, because some people just reside in that whole first journey away from the source. Um, your second journey is towards the source, um, movement, a journey towards the source. And that's where you find spiritual love, spiritual connection, um, inner peace, happiness, and all that other stuff. Um, and then the third one, which is really, really, you know, I think it's a journey for a select few, uh, is a journey within the source, um, like the Dalai Lama, uh, Mother mm-hmm. Teresa, where you're actually become one, it's pure consciousness, you're one, you're serving, and um, and so yeah, and so um, when you are, you know, journeying away from the source, I look at it, and I, I, I use the analogy of the salmon, um, I don't know if a lot of people know about the journey of the salmon, but the salmon actually starts, gives birth in fresh water. And then it leaves and journeys off into the sea. Mm-hmm. But in order to be reborn and give life, it has to make that journey like which is really, really far. And, and and a lot of the salmon endure hardship getting back to the source of that fresh water. And if they're literally swimming upstream, but when they get back to the source, they're able to. To give birth to, and re, you know, restart life all, all over again. Um, so
1: yeah, I love that, Eric. I just it made me think of <laughs> I pulled my oracle cards for 2019,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the salmon came up, oh, and really? so I researched hey. it, and yeah, I, I, I was like, well, <laughs> tell me more about this salmon journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I I read about is that how they can gracefully, you know, how they jump, mm-hmm. so you can navigate gracefully. You know, it's not just put your tail back and forth, hardship, like swim upstream. You can actually navigate. And that makes me think of how we can choose different ways to get to the same place. So you can take the stairs down Mm -hmm. or you could jump off two stories. You're going to go from A to B, but it's just how you get there is so important, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, So the idea of making graceful, wise choices when possible in that if we could be aware of that Mm -hmm. can be powerful because then it is it's all about navigation and the journey because we may see our destiny we may know our destiny and when you were talking about source knowing that the source is within us and also the source from which we came which is one and the same i think divine the inner divine light and then the a universal divine um, so yeah I, thank you for sharing the salmon and Eric and I actually just finished The Alchemist I reread it and Eric was it the first time you read it? Or? that is the very first okay. time I read it and yeah. it it
0: was amazing and actually that's one of the you know takeaways from this, this episode is um, that um, I think that everyone should read that book because it really really outlines um, what life is really all about like our our I think living the dream is actually living your purpose. So everyone that actually is aligned with their purpose seems to be, um, you know, happy, fulfilled. Um, you always hear these terminologies of, you know, back to the grind, right. Or people that are working, that are doing things that, um, just to make money, um, they're not fulfilled. And I, I never hear that from people that are aligned with their purpose and are, you know, making money through their purpose. And, and, like you said earlier everyone's life and abundance or their dream is completely different um, and you know I think through like you know through our journeys we see certain omens and angels and I remember um, seeing this bartender that this um, restaurant that I used to frequent at and I was a little judgmental at first you know but looking back at him he was I always noticed like you know I, I talked about Certain people, like I, they had a certain look in their eyes. And I was like, wow, mm-hmm. what does that look? I want that look. Mm-hmm. And he was a bartender. And I got to know him. And his life was all about surfing. So he mm-hmm. bartended at night. And he surfed during the day. And, you know, I was in my whole, like, you know, chasing for material wealth and all this other stuff. And I was okay. just thinking, like, wow, you know, this guy's really, really cool. But I don't really think he's applying himself, you know. That was that whole, like, you know, push into the. The, the standards and conditions. But at the same time, I knew in my head and in my soul that there was something to him, right? Um, yeah. Fast forward later, where we're t- I'm talking about abundance is this guy um, um, was offered a job to manage a hotel. Um, because, you know, as a bartender, you have conversations with people and he was a very cool person. And I uh, spoke to him a lot. So I'm sure he you know, spoke to him and it was a pretty well to do restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so there was this mogul that came in and, and just gravitated to him and offered him a, a, managerial job, um, at this paradise place where uh, ironically they had the best surfing. And so for him, it was like he was living his purpose, which was, you know, surfing. And I guess he was um, helping people learn how to surf as well. Mm-hmm. He was bartending. So I was judging him during his day job but his overall purpose and his overall lifestyle he was happy he was f- fulfilled and he created abundance in his life where he actually went and managed uh, a a restaurant i mean a, a hotel but he did it on his terms mm-hmm. um where he was able to surf and you know create that balance of life that that you know so it's i say that because we are all states of selves and just because you're in a certain place right now doesn't mean that that defines you. Um, you know, I think really in order to to live a fulfilled life, you have to find your purpose. Um, you have to move in towards that purpose, and and you have to have that purpose in your life. And it doesn't necessarily have to make you money, but it has to. Mm. You know, you have to tap into that. Um, and when you do tap into it, things do. I do believe things manifest, and you do create abundance. Um, but everybody's abundance looks different.
1: Yes, and I think that um, when you are trying to find your purpose or purposes, one way you can do it is by one looking what come looking at what comes easily to you and what is enjoy what you enjoy doing and enjoyable. Because I talk about this in my book. But why humans are here, right? We're here to play, to create to learn lessons, to unite, to find unity, that integration. And I think that some tools to raising your vibration, just like the bartender surfer you told us about, Eric, is to no matter what it is, if it feels good to you, maybe being a parent feels great, Uh, being involved with your kids more, uh, leading some charity events, whatever it is, just keep going with what feels right not what society says is admirable or that you should be doing and that's a way to really get on track and and talking a little bit about more tools i would say that everything we need already lives within us our destinies within we have the wisdom within it's just like polishing gold the tarnish off gold we're just clearing subconscious blocks we're clearing as subconscious comes into our conscious and we become aware of what's blocking us we're able to clear those out i know energy healing is a way to do it but there are other ways to do it um, where as long as you're aware of it you can see it you just sit with it, you observe it, and eventually it will subside or be released. And in addition to clearing subconscious blocks, um, I would say, again, leave, leaving yourself that nurturing, supportive environment in which you can, can evolve and grow. And I love what you said about not having a title, uh, on yourself, and not having that pressure to be a CEO or making six figures or the perfect parent or all these other expectations, but being okay with what you are. And sometimes you're titleless, and that's okay.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're in your purpose, your element. Yeah, yeah.
0: I like exactly what you said about the polish part because I forgot um, one of the little notes that I have here. Mm-hmm. Um, polishing, often, like you said, it is. It is all within us and the the sufi founder um and i wrote it down because it's hard to pronounce his name Hazrat Inayat khan has a famous quote as the soul is covered by a thousand veils and that's exactly um which you said um that when we are in first level consciousness and we're being pushed into this society's conditions to conform um we f- we start to develop these filters and these layers that actually bury the soul Mm -hmm. and and that's our journey away from the source um and then when we start to move towards the source it is like polishing but but it's literally like stripping away those layers um, of veils to expose and get deep into what our soul purpose is and our and our soul what you know what our soul yearns for so
1: yes it's like the purification process the the unification once again because Think about unity or connection. Uh you can't two things can't connect uh deeply or a lot in an aligned manner if there's a bunch of stuff in between. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I think we'll do our and takeaways because yeah. it's about that time. Mm-hmm. I gave my takeaways. So you Eric, uh, <laughs> you you conclude us here and up five.
0: Okay. Um so Um, the takeaway, the aha moment, like I said, is, 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 is that living the dream is really living your purpose. There is only one, um, one dream, and that is to follow your, your purpose. Um, They say, especially in the book, uh, the alchemist is like, once you, the closer you get to realizing your destiny, uh, the more that destiny becomes your true reason for being, you know, for living, um, because you are uniting with, who you are and we're all individuals and our purposes are different. And they say that we have, um, three unique gifts. Um, I'm still trying to find my, my, my third, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, once we tap into that, um, then we, we do feel fulfilled. And, um, I think a lot of that comes with age and wisdom as, um, you know, I was talking to a lot of people, which, which, you know, made me move into my certain direction when I was talking to grandparents, um, um, people in their 60s and 70s that that were talking, and I was hearing regret. Um, There's one individual that's like, you know, investing into the um, cannabis business right now because he's like, you know, I I, I played it safe all my life, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you know, damn it, I want to, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna take Taking chances. a risk. I want to take chances, like you know, and he's retired now, and he's like, well, you know what, I have nothing to lose, right? So he's. He's energized. And then on the, on the flip side, um, people that follow this society's dream, I remember hearing a story of a, this is sad of a, of a person who retired, because that's what society tells us, you know, work hard, save up, uh, retire, and live the life that you are meant to live, right? But that's, that's not being present. Retirement
1: a, a sh- is, shooting, I am not yeah. a, in agreement with retirement yeah. and that whole concept.
0: Yeah. So there's two things, um, and I know we went off track here, but this is kind of important. Two things. One, I heard a story of a lady who retired at 65 and literally died two weeks later. There's a, a friend of mine who's working, who worked with a lady who's retired that now wants to come back to work because she's been retired for two years and she's bored. She has no structure. She has no purpose. She has no no. Uh, you know kind of guide and so she's like i'm she's bored and, and boredom as we know like leads to a whole bunch of suffering and weight gain no and purpose. all this. yeah and so she really wants to come back to work and i was trying to tell um my friend to kind of convince her to like tap in like this is a time where you need to you know discover self self-awareness and figure out what's you know i mean yeah. you have that luxury so why would you want to jump back in right right and,
1: and i would say just do what you love right now don't wait till you have money or security at yeah. 65 i remember seeing a tour group when i was traveling in my 20s at going in the same church i was going into and i'm like thank god i'm young and i'm running around by myself right now because if i were like if i waited i couldn't i'm doing it now so yeah. my, my thing is just like do it now
0: exactly don't yeah. wait Um, so yeah back to the book again we're going to recommend the alchemist I think you should read the alchemist I'm going to read one little um, passage here from the alchemist it says everyone on earth has a treasure that awaits him we speak of them only to children later we simply uh, let life proceed in its own direction towards its own fate but unfortunately very few follow the path laid out for them the path to their destinies and to happiness most people see the world as a threatening place, and because they do, the world turns out indeed to be a threatening place. That's so, a
1: perfect quote to yeah. leave our audience with. Yeah.
0: So, thank you for tuning in.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Like
0: us on Facebook. Give us some um, some feedback. Uh, also, give us some suggestions on certain to- uh, topics that you'd like to like us to cover um, that may be troubling for you and that you need to tap into and. You need answers to, and um, and we'll be happy to to um, consider those. Yeah.
1: yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See you next Appreciate time, you guys. guys. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Cowfish Show. Check back for future episodes on raising consciousness, creating happiness, fulfillment, and love.
0: And remember to find us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at The Cowfish Show.